Welcome to today's episode of Creative Universities. Today, my guest is Noelle. How you doing? I'm I'm doing. I'm doing good. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, it's no problem. Easy drive. How you doing though? How you doing? Good. I see you just got engaged. I did. Oh. I did just get engaged in October, so I've got a lot of wedding planning ahead of me, and I'm really excited to just dig in. That's awesome. So let's start off. Makeup artist, mm-hmm. hair, cosplay. What got what got you into that? Um, my first, I don't know. I've always been creative. I was always into the kind of the creative scene, and I was really big into fantasy as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely adored um, Lord of the Rings, and oh. that started pretty young. Um, I actually wore a cosplay to school in middle school and it got me, um, that was my very first one I made with a whole bunch of hot glue. It got me kicked out of school for the day. Was that the one that was in seventh grade? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I'm correct, you, the teacher, she kind of, re- it was, it was, you, you were like a anime, like a anime. Yeah, it was like an anime cat. It wasn't inappropriate that she just thought it was distracting. I was really proud of myself because I had this like big long cat tail and it like, I balanced it on my lower back so it would mm. swing when I walked and the kids were making fun of me and like that didn't really bother me but apparently it really bothered her so, and so and, <laughs> that was the end of that and it, it, it was just kind of one of those things where she kind of just maybe just kind of started almost bullying you along with everybody else am I correct yeah she was she was kind of a terrible teacher like nobody liked her <laughs> so I think I got a little shy in like high school I was still pretty weird but I was trying a little bit harder to like fit in you know I went through my like emo phase (laughs) I tried to have the side swipe um haircut but Mm -hmm. it was pretty much more of a bowl cut because you know small Wisconsin town barber we have Um, (laughs) yeah we have our our fads you know we have our fades (laughs) bright green eyeliner for like a year solid um but I just I kept falling back into this this fantasy world and this idea of like building these these beautiful fantasy things. And I like things that sit right on the edge of Mm -hmm. um, beauty and maybe even just a little scary, but the idea of building like full creatures or full beings, this idea of bringing celestial like into a makeup or into a costume, into a headdress, just continued enthralling me and just kind of pulling me back every time I wandered away from it. So I just kept experimenting with these different things that I enjoyed and ended up starting to make a career out of it. So, And I feel people don't really appreciate the time and effort that goes into it. They might just think, oh, just this and just some fabric and this, but the time to actually sit there, envision it, bring it to life. If, it, if it's, you know, makeshift this, makeshift that, arts and crafts, if it's DIY, but the time to release it, like the spend and bring it to life. I feel mm-hmm. like people don't appreciate that or even recognize that effort. Mm-hmm. it's um especially when it comes to fabrication it takes um a lot a lot of time i know we mentioned before the cameras were on i'm working on a set of armor right now and i'm slotting myself about a year and a half to do that armor build because i have to make all the prototypes adjust the patterns build it detail it you know and it's it's a lot of multimedia and mm-hmm. um knowing how to use that multimedia properly and and working it into what i do so it's not just fabric it's fabric and foam and resin and you know gem laying and sewing and you know you have to really build a, a diverse skill set to be able to make some of these what do you think is the most challenging thing of building one one, one of your uh, outfits or costumes 
um, designs. Not knowing what the hell you're doing. <laughs> I think everything's a little bit of a guessing game and you have to really um, be open to experimenting. And I think that's the most challenging thing. People learn something, they get excited about what they learn, and then they go back to that skill set and repeat it. Yeah. Um, I think the most challenging thing is to challenge yourself mm. and really be able to um, mash that skill set together to be able to create something uh, different and unique and continuously questioning yourself and challenging yourself to add in those new pieces so that your piece can be exquisite, not just something. You're really passionate about this. I am. You really are. You, <laughs> I really it, am. It's oozing out. I, I can just see it and feel it. That's awesome. <laughs> I and, love what I do. And I see your work. Honestly, I really like your work. I always enjoyed it. I've always been a fan. You know, I was. You. I always wanted to work with you more. I always feel like you didn't like me for some reason. I like oh no! I thought that. Me. She doesn't like me. She doesn't want to work with me. So you know. You I, know, it's so funny. Um, I've been told that I have a little bit of like RBF. I don't know if I can swear on here. Of course you can. The, the, the resting bitch face. And um, I've I've been told that it comes across when I like text and message too. I'm very um. I'm very to the point when I'm trying to like get a concept from somebody. Mm -hmm, so they'll be mm -hmm. like, hey, I want to do a shoot like this. I'm like, cool. Like what, what, what are your ideas? And they're like, uh, so like I'm trying to like add emojis to my texts and stuff mm. now because that seems to set people at ease. And like, I don't mean to sound so aggressive. I just mm. like want to get all my ducks in a row and then go into like the detail stuff. So once I get on set, I'm like super excited, but, um, I need to work on my communication skills because I've been told I come off very cold and that's not at all. My no, I don't, I don't get that way from you. I'm like, I'm, I'm just me. I'm in my house. She doesn't like me. I don't know. She doesn't want to work with me. I don't think anybody likes me either. So. I like you. I love you. I, I tell my wife, she's talented. I love her work. I see the worth ethic because I know I, I, I appreciate the makeup. I appreciate the hair. I pre appreciate the design, the cosplay because I know as like as a photographer, videographer, everything, blah, 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 I do. I know how much time it takes. And how much effort and how much, like, you have to kind of, like, dig into yourself and find mm -hmm. yourself and be like, where am I going with this? What is this? Is this even good? Am I going to write? You know what I'm saying. It's, yeah. and, and, and it's a challenge. Yeah. And people don't see that. Yeah. I feel like they don't see that as, as us. They kind of, they, maybe they think it's more like, oh, you know, they're, they're, it's a hobby. And it's a hobby, but it's really life. The doubt can be super crippling when you're constantly doubting yourself, but I think it's what makes a great artist a great artist. Because if you're constantly... Um, reflecting on what you're doing and what you can do better, it'll push you to continue, continuously grow. So as much as that can be like, that self-deprecating can be so crippling. crippling. It's mm -hmm. also, um, I think one of an, an artist's, one of their greatest assets is continuously questioning themselves to make sure that they're continuously moving forward. And for you, I knew this was like kind of your dream and even so much that you, you even applied for the, um, help me out here, the makeup, uh, cinema makeup school. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about that challenge? Because that was sure. all over line. I saw it. I was like, <laughs> I, we were like voting for you. We were cheering for you. Excuse me. And you won. I eventually, yes, won you one won. of the scholarships. So they have... No, before, before we go, I, I want to be there with you. Tell me about that moment you found out you won. Like, how did, how did that work? That's what I want to know about. Um, so I was at a company Christmas party with um, this bar that I just kind of work as like one of their backup bartenders for mm -hmm. like weddings and stuff. I was trying to save money for school, right? So I had all of these little side jobs and extra jobs and hustles. I was working at like four different places at once, just trying to save money to go to the school. And I've been saving up for three years. They have three different scholarships. I applied to each one of them every year, trying to get this scholarship. 
and they had announced me as one of the top three oh, nice. the day before. So I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what if it actually happens? And this happened to be a scholarship from a woman that I idolized, mm -hmm. Neil. I, mm -hmm. She is just mind-blowingly talented and I just idolized her so much. And I was at this party and I had been checking my Instagram all day because they're like, we're going to post on Instagram tomorrow. And I turned around and my fiance is staring at me and his eyes are really wide and I can tell like something's different. He goes, you won. And I was like, what? I'm going to cry again. Um, he's like, you you won it. You You won the scholarship. And I like, without thinking about it, in the middle of a crowded bar, screamed at the top of my lungs. That's so awesome. My, That's a, so awesome. A couple of my friends were doing the same thing I was, where they were like checking their phone all the time. So I started getting um, text messages like and, and phone calls and stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to go live and like live on my Facebook and just announce it to everybody because everybody's going to be hitting me and be That's like, did you saw. see this? That's did you I see saw. this? That's what I saw. So I like ran outside and I sat on the sidewalk, but like... That's when the feels started to hit me. So when I turned on my live, all I did was sob for the first minute. Just like, like, like it was just overwhelming or what? Yeah. I'm trying to... It was just so like, it was such an honor. It was such a relief to know that like, I wouldn't have to be in LA and trying to manage this school and like a full-time job and be doing mm -hmm. all this stuff. And that for that six months, I could just work on um, being passionate. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, it was really really overwhelming but in the best way i have to say that was probably one of the most beautiful moments of my life and That's it's so awesome. it still makes me emotional because it was just so it was so life-changing and uh not just for the money but having my more more than the money the scholarship itself Having my idol say my name out loud and be like you're awesome. worthy of that's, this that's so was, cool that's so cool like there's nothing like it i can't i can't describe it it was so beyond words that's so bad i'm so happy for you like you have no idea like that's like doing what you love and then being taken to the heart la wherever it was in cinema in, in california mm -hmm. that that's so that's awesome it was everything and the school had so much to offer um no before we go there how I'm, I'm trying to think i'm trying to like, envision it first day you walk in like how are you feeling what's going on so I had been in the school once before. Oh, okay. I had actually taken um, a tour. I had flown out there while I was saving to go to school there. Mm -hmm. Flown out there for one day and toured the school just because I wanted to be sure. I had my eyes on another school and I had been saving for a different school. And when I got there and toured, we were not a good fit. They weren't very passionate. I wasn't. It was a school in Florida and I just wasn't. I knew that they weren't for me. So I found cinema online and I was like, you know what? this seems more my style. They're a little bit more fast paced. They're a little bit more serious. And the more research I did about them, the more I was like, this is the one, this is the best school and mm -hmm. I don't want to go anywhere else. So I had gone and toured and then I had gone and taken a one week crash course okay. just to like, again, feel it out because if I'm going to drop $20,000 on a school, no FAFSA, no yeah. financial aid, like you're dedicated. Yeah. You're dedicated. Wow. Um, they didn't, it wasn't offered, you know? They had loan programs, but they were just private loans. There's there's no... Like a Sally Mae? Huh? Like Sally Mae? Like, yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, that's a loan program that was offered in my school. I, I, I don't even know because the interest was like way too high. And I was like, I'm never going to be able to pay this because you'd still have to have school paid off by like the time you leave. And I'm like... Oh, wow. I can't pay, you know, X amount. It's 
it was basically like a bank loan and i was like um, my credit is crap i'm too young for that like no no never I, hear you, I hear you it's rough um Tell me about the first day. That's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it walking so, in? So the first day I walked in and it felt like real. I was really overwhelmed because I, all I could think, this is going to sound so stupid. All I could think about is that I didn't have the right brow color for my brows and everybody was going to judge me. Like, <laughs> I'm expecting like, like, like a totally different answer. It's like my brows, my brows and my they brows were like the wrong my... color. <laughs> I was stressing out because the first six weeks was beauty. Oh. So we're sitting with this beauty professional that like, um, I think right away we had, um, Gayla was our, was our beauty professional and she works like right now she's working on all the divas for WWE. Oh, like, wow. yeah. So like big name, like all of these teachers are like, they've worked on big name movies. They've worked on like alien and Spider-Man and, you know, hunger games and pirates of the Caribbean. And they've worked on all these big things and I'm going to be waltzing into their classroom looking like a damn clown. <laughs> Like, that's and all this, I can And this is what of. they know. This is them. They, 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 they'll spot that like a mile away. <laughs> um, I was really nervous about like meeting people and making friends. Um, a lot of people had gone to a program that was a little bit more extensive than mine that mm. I decided was outside of my budget, even with the scholarship. So they had already met each other and worked with each other for like a week or two. I was really nervous about like meeting people trying to impress these big wigs i ended up running into v within my first week and i think i shook so hard i almost tipped over like <laughs> it was my first like week was really really nerve-wracking because i wanted so badly to make a good impression you know i feel the same one when i was in because i went to film school and i walk in i'm like do i belong here am like am i am i good enough like everybody knew things everybody shot things everybody collaborated worked on music videos commercial and i'm just some guy coming in like with a book bag like i'm ready to learn and i'm like it was kind of hard because even when i started in school i i had a lot of challenges i i they talked about even kind of like maybe is this a good fit for you and so yeah that was that was kind of rough you know i i had my my own little um self-doubts that this is the right path but but you also had another challenge while in film school. You had your bike stolen. I did. How, was, how did that go? You started like a GoFundMe. You raised like what three hundred eighty dollars. Yeah. How did that, what happens? Like, <laughs> would you leave the? What happened with this bike? Okay, so I have my bike tied up outside, right? And it was chained up, and the 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 Wilshire Building, which is the building that the school is in, has okay. security cameras. So I watched the security footage of this guy like right after i leave my bike and i'd made eye contact with him that morning and i was like That's this worse. guy like sketches me out because he's just like staring at me so i tied up my bike after i went upstairs about 20 minutes later he sat there with a wire clipper and took like i don't know two three minutes sitting on the sidewalk with everybody walking past with this wire clipper and clipped it and then put a trash bag over it to like signal somebody else to pick it up and then somebody else on a bike grabbed my bike and like took off with it and um, I was just going to, like, figure it out on my own and, like, like just get a new bike or figure out a new means of transportation. And then I had, like, five or six friends message me and be like, we want to pitch in for a new bike. We know you're not working out there. Like, you've budgeted for this very specific, like, don't worry about it. It's good friends you got. Yeah. And um, it was really heartwarming. And, you know, one of my friends kept badgering me. They're like, just put up the GoFundMe. Like, we're just, we're just going to pay for the bike. Like, we all want you to have the bike to be able to get to and from school. It's my apartment was uh, like two and a half miles away. Mm -hmm. So I was biking two and a half miles to school every day. And they're like, you're never going to be able to. <laughs> Dedication. I'm good. I was so fit. Now I've gotten 
I got that Wisconsin weight back again. <laughs> all, that, all that cheese up there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, too much too much cheese now that I'm home. I've got to slim up for the wedding again. <laughs> but um, within like a day and a half, um, after somebody talked me into putting up a GoFundMe, within a day and a half, I had all the funds raised to have a new bike and a new bike rack to be able to like, and like an actual like nice expensive steel lock. And then I talked to the school and the school actually let me bring my bike up every day. That's awesome. And keep it in a spare classroom. So no more bike theft. No more bike theft. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Shout out to the people that helped you and they're there for you. That, 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 oh. that, that's, that's really cool. Um, one of the super cute things my classmates did, and I thought this was just the most adorable thing ever. I was like, well, I'm going to cover my bike in stickers so because my last one looked like so plain. And mm. so it was like really easy to turn over. It's like, I'm going to cover this one in stickers and just make people like not want to touch it because it's just covered in crap. So um, all the girls from my class brought in stickers and everybody put like a different sticker on my bike. So now I have this bike like full of mementos from... Um, all the girls from my school, which was, which was really cute. <laughs> That's all. So besides this school, you also went to the Paul Mitchell school. Yeah, I went to Paul Mitchell. Um, and what was that for? Was was that the for cosmetology? Was that yeah, for hair? Yeah, I originally got my cosmetology license, and I wanted to do like hair and makeup. For... Is this before cinema school? It was. Okay. It was. So, so you so you were already kind of like an established licensed makeup artist am i correct i was an established licensed cosmetologist Thank which you. um i worked in a salon and did mostly hair but um very quickly i started to figure out within the first year or two that it just really wasn't for me so i stopped doing hair completely and was just doing freelance well i was doing hair styling but no like cutting coloring within a salon so i was doing just styling and makeup because i definitely felt like that was more of my niche um, cosmetology school licenses you for makeup, but they don't really teach you anything about makeup. So define that. Like, for, so, 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 like I, I don't know exactly yeah, what sure. that means. So it's like they'll license you for the makeup, but they're not teaching you actually how to apply, blend, help me out here. They kind of yeah. Like... So they'll teach you like what you need to do to like sanitize your tools and things that are and aren't acceptable. But like, cinema taught me things about like being on set too. That like. Paul Mitchell would never teach me. They, I think we had maybe like two days of makeup where they're like, oh, this is how you do a basic like glamour look. And that was pretty much all you got. And then we talked about like each decade of makeup all in one afternoon. Like theory kind of like makeup-ish? Like we were kind of the history of makeup? Is that kind of how? Yeah, a little bit, but like not a whole lot. Like I, I think we spent literally less than a week on makeup while at cosmetology school. And you're there for an entire year in Wisconsin anyway. Each state has different requirements for how many hours you have to fill out. And I know um, about a year and a half after I got my license, the requirements for hours actually dropped in Wisconsin. So... Yeah, there you go. That's... They, li they license you for a lot of stuff they don't teach you. I'm licensed to pierce ears. We never covered piercing ears. I'm licensed to do acrylic nails. They never taught us acrylic nails. <laughs> like wow. you read a chapter of it in your textbook and then just took a written test, but oh. you never like did it. So That's interesting. Yeah. I can do this. I can do that here. I can do heart surgery. I've never done it, but I'm licensed about much. <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's a little scary how the system works out, especially when it... Um, but like, yeah, all they really focus on is like safety and sanitation more than anything else. So hmm. that's what you know, and not necessarily how to apply, a, like actually apply makeup or like apply a skill set. And you're really big into cosplaying superheroes and all that. That's, that's really, where, where did that start? Kind of the love for anime and all that. Where did that originate? Middle school, for sure. Like, I had friends that were, like, into manga, and I just consumed as many of them as I could get. What's manga, for those who don't know? 
Um, it's like um, Japanese comic books. Mm. So um, it, it, they're thicker. They're like like a good like inch and a half, two inches. So these thick. are books. These aren't even cartoons. But but it is comics. Okay. So um, and then um, they write them backwards from the way we read them here in America because their writing goes from right to left. So their comics go from right to oh, left. So when that. you start the book, you actually start it in the back and go forward. But you get so used to reading it that way that it's just second nature. And what was it that that is it? It was a kind of an escape for you, or was it you just enjoyed it? Or yeah, I just, because because now growing up, I see my my daughters. They like anime too, and I kind of put together the other day when I watched a cartoon myself. <clears throat> I actually enjoy anime too, but I never yeah. saw it as anime when I was a lot a lot younger. Mm-hmm. It was just cartoons. Right. It wasn't like not really now anime anime. It was just all we had on TV. So I'm like, oh, so that's I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, it's just coming, it's just um, another country's style, you know, Um, and they do have a distinct style, and each era has kind of a distinct style, too. Like, you can go watch animes in the 80s, and they're much different than, like, the anime we have now. I think that's what I watch. I think I watch the ones in the 80s. Yeah. (laughs) I'm an 80s baby. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like, even, like, Dragon Ball Z kind of falls under that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was a big Vegeta fan. You know, it's funny because I never thought I never thought of it as anime, and I'm like, oh well, that is anime. I, I watch, and I'm giving yeah. my kids. I'm trying to. I make it fun. I like making fun of my daughters. Like, oh, you watch anime, you know. But 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 that, that's cool. I stayed up late for like Tusami so I could watch like Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, <laughs> you know, it's kind I, of. And that's also, and you even dress up and go to go to uh, all, all these cons, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I just finished a con this weekend, and I had three costumes on three separate. Was days. that the C E C two E two? You know, I've yeah. never been. I've always wanted to go. It's my first time. I think for my C2E2. I think my daughters will like it. It it was a lot of fun. It looks like a, it's a lot of fun. It just looks like it's a blast. It's really crowded, and it was like way bigger than I expected. Like there was so much. Was to that do the McCormick place? Mm-hmm. It was huge. I took a. Who'd you go as? A- uh, the first day I went as like Femme Deku. From My Sorry. Hero Academia. Oh, so yeah, several costumes. Mm-hmm. How many days was it? Three days. Okay, you go all three days? Yeah. Nice. Um, day two, I did um, the new Birds of Prey Harley Quinn. Nice. Did you see the movie? Yeah, I loved How was it? it. I loved it. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm a huge Harley Quinn fan. Likewise. So. <laughs> Likewise. Have you seen the new animated series? No. It's very good, but don't watch it with your kids. Got it. It's, it's very like adult oriented. Got, like it's yeah. not, there's lots of blood and gore and sexual references. <laughs> not I'm watching children. it. I'm watching it now. <laughs> very good. So, um, and then we did steampunk as a group all together the last Oh, day. of course. You wanted like a group of people. Mm-hmm. It was me and my fiance and my friend Matt. So. Right on, right on. So uh, this fiance, uh, where'd you meet him? At my bar. I carted him at my bar. Carter, mm. which he laughed at me because he's actually ten years older than me. <laughs> he's got a baby face. Oh, that's 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 awesome. Uh, going back, um, I've seen online that you make a lot of these posts where people, unfortunately, instead of giving proper criticism, they kind of more criticize and maybe attack or bash at work, and especially in your line of work. You know, because I've 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 had in my my work where people just kind of like critique, but not properly critiquing. It's more like bashing or just kind of um, belittling your artwork without giving any real constructive feedback yeah, like and, I've seen, and i've seen that happen to you unfortunately and as i think there's even times i reached out to you in the yeah. past you know and i reached out to you because i'm like because i i know how much of a work ethic you have i see the passion 
and I and I and I, I was compelled to to to, to write you, mm-hmm. and I, I I feel like you now and then have these issues where people criticize your work, and I think criticism is fine, and I feel like um, the more of a following you get, the more you're going to face criticism, sure. but I think there's a, a big difference between giving somebody helpful advice and trying to make yourself look like you're smarter than a person to make yourself look better. So um, one of my big, one of the things I advocate for a lot is if you're going to hand somebody criticism that you want them to take, inbox them privately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Because you can be like, hey, I saw your work and I really liked, you know, this about it, but I think you could improve on, you know, this Give proper help and technique, something that's constructive, right. not just saying... Right. It doesn't have to be public. So when you go on my post and you're like, wow, I wouldn't have done it that way. Like, there's nothing, like, nice about that. And people will go, well, I was just trying to help you. And I'm like, no, you weren't. You were trying to make yourself look like you were smarter than me. And you were trying to make yourself look like you were better than me. And those kind of things really bother me. And I think that... um being behind a keyboard has made that really easy to do. And we do it often because we don't have to face our problems. Just the troll, just throw, just yep. spitting poison out there. Yeah. So, um, I, I often say that like, I, I am more than happy to accept criticism. I just mm-hmm. want criticism to be like, I had a post for, I made a headdress and I had like a day and a half to make a headdress. And I had this girl who doesn't do makeup that I haven't talked to in years. That was like, wow, you could really fix this, this, and this on that. And I was like really annoyed. And I was like, post that publicly on my final piece as I'm turning in my final piece. And then I had another woman who was um, very experienced, very like a woman I idolize. Her Mm -hmm, work mm -hmm. is just chef kiss amazing. And she messaged me privately and she goes, hey, I saw that you put out that thing today. Would you be open to me giving you some feedback on it? And like those two polar opposite things. And I think it really shows your skill set when you're willing to, you know, contact somebody privately and you don't have to flaunt publicly that you think you know because better. i feel like now they have intent to help you they right. maybe they see something you know what let me help her maybe she needs this little nugget of information right. this little technique that she knows and to help her grow well i feel like she has uh, good intentions to mm-hmm. help you yeah privately because she, yes. she knows maybe she, that person might be the state where it's like if i do this publicly it looks bad and negative it just might look bad right instead of like saying hey this is bad. The blending is wrong. The 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 hair or the paint. It's it's not. Right. And it's just just a blast and just to make him feel superior. Right. And 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 that sucks because I because especially coming from someone who doesn't have doesn't know the techniques, doesn't have the skills, doesn't have the vision, and doesn't actually create. Right. And, and just to be like, I wouldn't have done that. Right. And, and it's, it's like, who are you? Right. Right. And and the more stuff I put out publicly, like I just I just had a bit of a social media blow up on one of my platforms. So I've got like forty two thousand followers now there. Nice. Um and like the amount of backlash from like a bunch of eight year olds like can't do makeup. These eight year olds. And we've, but we've ingrained that into our society. We're like, it's edgy and it's cool to like be mean to people. And I hate, I hate that. I don't like it. And I really do love to help other people. And I love to take feedback too, but I just want it to be done positively and not for attention. No, I hear you. Cause there are a lot of uh, negatives out there. A lot of, uh, let's say bad apples that just want to mm-hmm. spit poison. They just want to bring you down, bring you down to their level. Cause let, let's be honest. Happiness is the best revenge. 
It really is. It really is. <laughs> it really if, they, is. if they see you happy, they're like, uh, no, she shouldn't be doing that. She shouldn't be wearing that. She should be doing this. The, the pettiest thing about my personality is that when somebody tells me I can't do something, I want to do it. Just I'm the same way. Wrong. Oh my God. I am the same way. I'm the, oh my God. I'm the same. <laughs> For me, that happened with photography. Mm-hmm. Someone told me not to do photography. <clears throat> I, I, I was told, stick to video, stick to one thing, only do one thing. And I like photography. I enjoyed it. And I kind of ended up being, it was growing. And if I listened to that person, um, and I felt like they were threatened, to be honest. With you. I felt they were mm-hmm. a little threatened because I was, I was growing slowly, but I was growing. And especially with the photography market, it's really saturated. Yeah. I mean, and makeup is becoming the same way. Makeup is incredibly saturated. Um, fabrication, less so, but makeup has, it's funny because when I was doing hair, Everybody was a hairstylist and nobody wanted makeup. And now that I'm doing makeup, everybody's a makeup artist and nobody does hair. I don't know. I don't know. I think the the YouTube like beauty influencer thing kind of took off. And then like everybody wants to be like a beauty influencer. And I don't blame them because it looks like a really fun job. Yeah, it's, it's a fun. lot of hard work. It's fun, but. you know. There, there's some people that can do. There's some people. That, <clears throat> I don't want to bash anybody, but it's it, let's go with it's fun. It is. It is a lot of fun, and I think makeup is very. We've reached a day and age where makeup is very experimental, and like we have a lot of room to just try new things. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's what the appeal is for a lot of people, and I completely understand that. Um, just if you're going to do makeup on other people, make sure that you're licensed and using proper sanitation. You hear that out there? <laughs> License. <laughs> so yeah, you you actually just reminded me of something I wanted to ask you. I seen this. I seen this. You mm-hmm. made this post. I saw it. And I know I know I might rub some people off the wrong way on this one, but I I, I it, it bothered me too. Okay. When you posted you're in, you were engaged. Oh God. Yes. When you posted you were engaged, and people are just advertising to you, advertising to you, and I I thought that was tacky. I'm yeah. gonna say people are gonna be mad at me. I say this, it's fine. No, that's but, fine. But I thought it was tacky. Yeah. And that's why I want to have this real conversation with you because yeah. because I saw it. It's like oh my God, she's she's engaged. She's happy. Awesome. Congratulations. Awesome. And it me in a week. And like, it, it's not even that. It's like you're in the business. You know who photographers are. You know whose work you right. like. You know. I know right. you know. You know? Yeah. And it's like she's engaged. I'm a photographer. Think about me. It's like savor the moment. Enjoy. Let people congratulate right. you. And it's just, just because me, when somebody tries to advertise to me, I get turned off. Yeah. Everything is about timing, I feel like, when it comes to advertising. And to jump on my engagement post when I say like, oh, I'm engaged. And the first comment that pops up is like, oh, my husband's a photographer. You should really contact him and tag that person. And I'm mm. like, like, I appreciate that you're trying to support, you know, a business, yeah, that's your true. business She's, or somebody else's business. Point, but like, allow me to have this time to enjoy my moment without you trying to shove a product in my face. And that's what we are at the end of the day. We are selling a, ourselves. A, yeah, we're yeah. selling ourselves a product, a, a service, you know. And I want to enjoy that moment. You know, when I'm posting about making wedding plans a week later, that might be a good time to plug yourself, you know? But like right on my post, the minute I get engaged, like everybody who posted on there, I immediately blacklisted. I was like, I will not hire this person. I will not work with these people because to me, then all you're interested in is my money and not my happiness. And that's just me as a consumer. So um, I love that. I I love that. No. And it's, no, I it's, see that, you know, I thought that was tacky. I'm sorry, you know, no, no, I because because I'm in the I'm in the business, mm-hmm. and and when I see somebody engaged, do I think about it? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, awesome. Maybe they might they might consider me. But congratulations, you're happy, new chapter in your life. Because I know the excitement. You got a long road ahead of you. 
Good luck. And I've got a year and a half to plan. So like, so you're 2000. I'm going to do June of 2021 is what we're looking at, but that date might get changed because we just got an offer to move the wedding to Georgia. Ooh, I know. Georgia. <laughs> I mean, I hear good things in Georgia. Um, we're looking to move there in another like two years. So um, it Jelly. would be right around the area that we want to move to. Our friends are looking into buying a wedding venue and they're like, hey, we would love to just host your wedding. Just complimentary. You have cool friends. I need to hang out with you more. I, need, I, I, I love my out. friends. I'm going to start hanging out with you. I, I have no friends. I have no friends. Come out to the middle of nowhere where I live and we can get away with the murder. You know, it's that, great. That, I've been thinking about doing the same thing. Me and my wife talk about like just moving out because we're, we're thinking about like tennessee or colorado just kind of out there because mm -hmm. i like this but also i don't like this well atlanta's a really easy city to get out of mm -hmm. um so we're looking at moving to the outskirts of that kind of um like within the same amount of community as it is right now for us to chicago not to like triangulate my mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know like um somewhere between an hour and two hours um atlanta is like the new hollywood it is it is it's, it's booming i've so, seen it's booming that is why i want to get close to atlanta and my fiance has always wanted to live in georgia because it's such a beautiful state so it was visit. a good compromise for both of us i want less snow in my life so atlanta sounds great <laughs> i just i think i just want less uh no offense to my neighbors less neighbors like i, I just want to i just want to like oh yeah i, I kind of wants to live in the middle of nowhere yeah i think i'm, I'm going in the same direction i kind of want like a lake house when i open the door and it's like oh okay there's nobody it's just calm and peaceful and i'm just getting older i keep telling him that i want to get a farm like or he wants to get like like a hobby farm and i was like cool but the top half of the barn is mine because i'm just gonna turn that into a studio space that'd be a cool studio right <laughs> that'd be, that would be so be a cool studio you know but like he wants like a couple acres of like land and i'm like cool then i'm gonna go into the woods and build like fairy houses with like moss roofs that i can shoot with you know like, i'm visiting i'm visiting uh, we, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at my wife we're, we're visiting we're putting that in the books <laughs> That, 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 that's, and this that's wedding awesome. venue has kind of the same vision so they're like yeah come plan your wedding here and just you know put in a couple of permanent installations while you're here and i'm like well you let me know when you uh sign that sign that final <laughs> final buyers and uh maybe i'll come down and uh put in some little fairy houses or art installations that's that so are, awesome you know? so t t tell me about your you did a project i think it was on a desert and this is your first project you actually had real creative control Oh, the music video. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So they gave me kind of a vision board of the, what they wanted. And, and it it, was, what is this? So, so we can understand. So we okay, can it was, this. It was a music video for uh, Big John Bates. Okay. Um, He's a musician. He does it full time. but He's not like a really well-known, like super big musician. Um. So the company that was doing the music video only had a week to get it all together and put it out. Okay. And we had a really, really low budget. Is, it, is this California? Yes. Okay. Um. So it was my job to take the things from the vision board and make all the costuming on like a $200 budget. Ooh. <laughs> like not even. So I hired a friend to fabricate the mask and then I made all of the costuming myself with, um, I bought one of the shirts off of Amazon and then just altered it. And then I hand dyed and stained all of the stuff mm -hmm. and actually made it out of painter's um, canvas, like painter's tarp that I bought from Menards. To be able to make this big like Victorian nice. style dress. And you said this was a really, really creepy set? It was super creepy. How was it creepy? <laughs> um, so they kept calling it the murder shack. They're like, oh, we rented this murder shack. So <laughs> That's, we, lovely. <laughs> right? That's lovely. That's lovely. It has right? charm. And they're like, well, the Airbnb, we have to put up like the talent and stuff. 
But um, mm-hmm. if you want to stay the night, because it was like two and a half hours from LA, it was closer to Joshua Tree. They're like, well, we'll put up a tent for you and stuff on site. And I'm like, cool, like I'll go camping. And my, my best friend was that was working with me on set was from Virginia. She's like, I love camping. So they had us camping right next to the murder shack, which... Like tents? I'm trying to picture like... like... In a, in, yeah, like a yurt, like a big tent. <laughs> so it was a big tent. And we're in the middle of the desert. In the middle of the desert. And there's like this shack that's like surrounded by broken glass with the... Did you see the picture of that pig? Yeah, the, I did. I did. That pig was like staring at us. <laughs> like there's this like ceramic pig in the bush. With like He's like huge. He's like the size of a toddler with like one of his ears missing that looks like he came out of a 1960s horror film Mm -hmm. and then like a bunch of other shacks just like off in the distance all abandoned like with all this like moss growing out of the mattresses in them and there's like bullet shells all over the ground and like that was by far the creepiest set that i've probably worked on we were sitting there at night like under the stars and i'm like wow this is so peaceful really be a shame if we got murdered right now that'd be a shame if we got murdered that would that would just be really not pleasant whole trip (laughs) that's awesome that's so and and your first like film was black earth yeah how was that like (laughs) what was what's black earth what what is this um that was oh my god so long ago so uh that was kind of my introduction to fx makeup um they were short and fx artists like somebody kind of dropped out last minute and was like well i'm going to beauty school i can probably do makeup I had no experience doing FX makeup at all. I was watching the other two women there who are still like amazing women that I, I love dearly. And mm-hmm. we keep kind of like loosely in touch. Um, Fab, the one girl, like just really pushed me to chase this dream and was just such an inspiration to me. But they kind of taught me stuff on set. And I was really only supposed to be there to be like an extra on set and then ended up doing a bunch of makeup and just kind of learning on the go. And I think that's what kind of pushed me into the fx side of makeup but that was it was basically like really really low budget bad Is this um, california again no that one was filmed in birmingham alabama oh um it was like zombie land did you fly out there for that or how did that work drove dedication dedication <laughs> so that, that was so uh shifting mm-hmm. so all this now now am i pronouncing that wonderlust studios mm-hmm. and this is your studios mm-hmm. So, so, so people don't know, tell me a little about one of the studio and what do, what do you offer? Um, so I do, um, hair, makeup and fabrication. And where did one of the studio come? Sorry, cut you off. Where did, where did that name come from? I just wanted something like that it. was more all encompassing. Um, I had Noelle's beauty creations for a while. And I then feel like Wonderlust does kind of circle your yeah. genre. I do see that. Like that, that, that like fantasy meets beauty, like the, the celestial kind of otherworldly. I wanted something that felt a little bit more otherworldly. And you always lean towards the fantasy. It, it is makeup. It is, it is, yeah, it is cosplay. Yeah. But, but, it, but it has that, has, has that fantasy twist. I think you even said that you tried this in makeup school, but they kind of made fun of you. Am I correct? They kind of like bullied you in makeup school? Because you tried the, the more, more of a fantasy look and while the, the other girls were kind of a little more snickering um when i was like first in beauty school when i first went to paul mitchell i was definitely experimenting with things not knowing what i was doing and there was definitely some some gossip (laughs) um there was i mean every school full of young girls is going to have a bunch of gossip because you have to remember when i'm going to these schools i'm usually one of the oldest girls in the room because a lot of these girls are going to school well and guys but both school experiences were mainly female 
most of them are like fresh out of high school. Like when I went to cinema too, it, like it, a it. bunch of our classroom was like, you know, 18, maybe 19 or 20. And you're you know? the older person in the room. Older, yeah. Same thing happened to me in film school. I go there and everybody's, um, the, oh, and my, the kids, the children. They're probably going to be mad at me if they're going to say these are kids. Mm-hmm. I get there and I'm coming back from Afghanistan. Yeah. So I'm coming back. I'm, you know, they're, they're, I'm, this doesn't sound bad, but I'm, I'll be honest. They're, they're being paid by mommy and daddy's, you know, yeah. money. They're living at yep. home. They don't care. They're in class. They're on Facebook, Instagram. You know, they're doing their thing. And I'm sitting there, pen, book, ready to go. You know, I'm like, I want this. Um, I, the, 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 I work for the GI Bill. So, mm-hmm. so I'm being paid to go to school and being right. paid for, you know, and they're just slacking off. And I'm like, I'm go, go, go. I really want this. I think I'm a hard person to read too. So I sometimes, like I said, can draw criticism toward myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go to help somebody and like offer like sincere help. And they think I'm just being pompous. Mm-hmm. So like within my first couple of weeks at, at beauty school or the cinema school, I noticed that like people were having a hard time posing their models, Right. Well, what did I spend my early 20s doing but modeling and then going into makeup and posing models? So like I knew, so I was like, hey, after school on Wednesday, I'm going to hold a workshop for you guys if you guys want to stay. No pressure. You can stay, not stay, whatever. And I'm going to teach you not only how to pose, but how to pose models Mm -hmm. because I've done it, Mm -hmm. you know? And there was um, a lot of talk apparently about how, how pompous and full of myself I was and how I thought I was better than people. And I'm like, I'm not doing this to make myself look good. I'm they, doing don't, this, they don't see that. They don't see that. Right. I'm doing this because I genuinely want to help you. Like the difference between holding your face like this with a flat hand and being able to like soften your hand and do that. These, these photos that you get from school, that's your portfolio when you get out of school. And I really did. I felt so fortunate to be there and have been helped to be there that all I wanted to do was offer as much of myself as I could to my fellow students but I can again we talked earlier about like how to give good advice and it could have come off as I was just trying to be like some know-it-all a-hole but that really wasn't my intention I like genuinely wanted to help people so I know that caused a little riff and a little um and you were trying to help people I know it's fine let them gossip you had your you had the right intentions they were just not open-minded enough it was also very early in our career where we're all just kind of a little like unsure of each other you know it's the mm-hmm. first week we're working together so to have somebody right off the bat testing be like, the waters oh, hey oh, yeah she think she is yeah possibly yeah. girls are fun right girls are fun yeah no um shifting modeling what got you to modeling um when i first got out of school i went through a bunch which of school phases. what school high school Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to be a model and an actress. And I like really thought this was going to be a thing. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll go into fashion design. So I was kind of bouncing between the two. And I don't know what even pushed me to end up going to cosmetology school. I think it's just because it was cheaper. I originally wanted to go to my ad. But mm-hmm. my senior year of high school, I was already living on my own. So, mm-hmm. Oh, you were living I, on your own? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I had no money. My grades weren't great. So you're a go-getter. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you right there. But you're a go-getter then. You were, you... Uh, that was more circumstantial than it was. We'll leave, yeah, we got it. <laughs> but, we'll, leave, we'll leave it there. But uh, yeah, so um, I thought I was going to be a model and an actress, and I kind of pursued it, and then I kind of dropped it, and then around age 21, I kind of pursued it again, and um, I got to do a couple of cool things. I modeled for um, Harley Davidson for like three or four years I didn't in a row. Know that. Yeah, 
I was um, part of their like babes on bikes calendar. It's more nice. of like a swimsuit calendar, you know. Just, they want you to be sexy and then go to the the rallies and like sign calendars. Um, and I did a commercial for Potawatomi and was like on the side of the Potawatomi building for like a year. Um, nice. But um, ultimately, because of my height, they wanted me to be high fashion. So I'm five nine. To find that, so 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 I can because you're taller, they want you to be more high fashion than what you mm-hmm. were. Yeah. In contrast. Um, yeah. And I was at five, nine, it was 120 pounds. And the agency that was looking at me was telling me I needed to lose more weight and there was just no weight to be lost. So I kind of got pissy and just started to quit and kind of go off on my own. By 22, I graduated beauty school. So, um, I started flying with that and just, just kind of filling in, doing the model stuff when I wanted to, or when the paycheck was good, but not wanting to compromise my health and my body any further than I did for anybody else's beauty standards. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, shifting back, I really feel like you do. That's why, that's why I asked you when I contacted you, I do feel like you do come overcome a lot of adversities. I do see like your challenge and there's a challenge or there's this and there's criticism and you're knocking on these walls. You're pushing forward. You're doing it. No one's stopping you. And I, and that's, I feel like that, that thing in, in seventh grade kind of defined you because you, you said you're stubborn. You, no I'm one's gonna stop stubborn. you they, they're making fun of you they're hissing at you meowing at you and you're like no this is me and that's it oh i did a lot of crying about it i'm a big cry baby I, I don't feel like people see that a lot in public anymore but especially when i was younger i was a big cry baby i but, see um, you as being strong i want to stop right there I, I know you're that way but i see you as being strong and i and well, I, I cry when i'm mad too and i admire, <laughs> I, I i'm what i'm trying to say is i admire you i really admire you because i know you work hard and and that's something that maybe I I that's why I reached out to you because I'm like right. she works hard she's trying she's pushing she's passionate. Why well, how come I'm in the same room with this, with this woman? Because you're the same way. <laughs> so, you said like a lot of the things I've been saying. You're like the same, and I'm like I can see that in you. I can see that you're stubborn. I can see that when somebody tells you no, you're gonna go and get the get the thing. You know. So he goes, oh, you can't do that. The first time I did the 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 cosplay challenge for the school at a friend inbox me. And she's like, you sure you can do this? Like, look at this winner from last year. And I was like, yeah, why would I can they, do that. Why would they do that? But why would, they, why, <laughs> why, 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 why is that? Why, why the, why the fuck I don't, is that? And I don't, she's a good friend. I, and maybe she just didn't want me to like get, get my hurt. hopes up and yeah. get my heart broken. But Heartbreak happens, and like I would rather have, go for it. Go ahead, go ahead. You have to lose a couple times. Like both Thank times you. I lost, I cried, but like you get over it in a couple of hours. Like it's fine. Like and then you try again. Like you won't get anywhere if everything's handed to you and everything's easy. You have to be challenged. You have to work hard. You you have to cry a little bit, and then you wipe your tears and you keep going. Oh, I cry a lot. Oh, I cry. A lot. <laughs> I cry. Like that's going to what you say. I've taken thousands of that photos thousands of bad photos that nobody sees oh my god out of focus blurry dark super bright but no one sees those no one sees that they see that one pretty photo i post for them that's not entirely true you for a while were posting some of your mistake photos and i loved that i loved that you were you posted a couple that you were like oh i didn't feel like this one was quite up to par but this is what i was working on and this is what i was going for and i think it's so important to be able to see that side of people and see that not everything is perfect and that's why i did this podcast i feel like maybe my personal like ego ego i'm good i'm best i'm winning this i'm winning this award i'm published here i'm this and this i'm that i'm amazing 
But those nights when you're struggling, you're doubting yourself, you're crying, why am I doing this? Am I even good enough? The whole world's against me. No one sees that we want to post how amazing we are. <laughs> I am gorgeous and I'm talented and I'm booking and look at my photo and I'm better than you. And it's like, that's great, but you're not seeing the real pain and work that goes through this. Mm-hmm. You know? And and that's kind of why I did it because it's like, yeah, you see me this good, but I... I, I it took me years. It took me like five years to take a nice photo in five minutes, mm-hmm. and nobody sees that. Yeah, nobody wants to share that. You know, I just deleted a bunch of pictures off of something. I don't even know when, and I can't even remember who I was talking to. But it was one of my friends that was like, "I'll never be that good at makeup." It was like a makeup artist friend. Uh, I was deleting a bunch of these really old posts off my Facebook because the makeup was so embarrassingly terrible and i was like hi this is me five years ago and i'm sending her like the pictures of like my eyelashes that are glued on my eyelid like not where they should be and like gems glued to my face all awkward like we all start with nothing Mm -hmm. and one of the other things that i i say a lot too is like creativity i feel like is something you're kind of born born with and you can't it's hard to teach people how to be creative. I but agree. as far as the skill set goes, the skill set anyone can learn. You just have to have the dedication to learn it. You really have to like focus in on teaching. Like I was not a natural born makeup artist. I have a really hard time with straight lines. Um, like even when I hang pictures in our house, they're always a little crooked and like somebody has to straighten them for me. But constantly working, just staying and working and working and working. When I was in LA, I had no family to go home to. So all I did was stay late at night and work and work every night because that school had more tools than I'll ever have at home. And they were open until 10 p.m. So I'd get there an hour early. I'd eat my like Nutella toast. That's dedication. I'm telling (laughs) you. You know, and then like open up my kit and then probably at least three nights a week, I'd stay late, like late, late and work on stuff because what else do I have to do there? And I'm there to learn and I'll never have this kind of kit at my disposal these people with this much knowledge at my disposal like you just gotta learn and i feel, I really feel that divines the artist that divines the, the passion the the drive that you have which i see to be there all early to be the last one in there and just go 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 practice 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 just like you said that that's that's passion and i was talking to my, my wife about this I'm, i was i was kind of reflecting what's my passion and what's my gift you know, and and bringing it to me a little bit, I kind of, I kind of, maybe I'm still in the disc- just kind of finding this out. I was thinking maybe my gift is video. Actually, my I can just do video. When I do video, I just don't think, I just do. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, it's so weird. I just do. It's I can just go and I, I just turn into this like weird zombie thing where I'm just like in a surreal world mm-hmm. and I'm just doing video. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing photo, I'm kind of digging and finding myself and pushing and I'm like, um, I just, I just, I'm, I'm still hunting. I'm hunting for the photo. When it comes to video, spin this, turn, look back, and it just comes to me naturally. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of kind of where I'm at. Do you think this is a gift for you or more your passion? I don't know. I think it's hard to say. I think um, any other avenue I've tried to take with my life outside of this hyper-creative realm just doesn't fit right with me. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm still exploring how to take this this montage of skills and passions and turn it into a full-time career. So 
I think I'm still exploring myself a little bit and exactly where I want to land, but I know that I enjoy it all. So I just keep doing as much as I can, as often as I can, and continue filling out who I am as an artist. Don't stop. Don't <laughs> stop. I don't care what people tell you. I don't care what they tell you. Do not stop, Noel. Do not. I'm not planning on don't. it anytime soon. I'm telling soon. you, just keep, this, 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 is, this, is, this is what we're, I feel this is us. We are, I, I can't be no lawyer. I can't be no math, no. whatever thing. I, I suck at tools. You know? I suck at answering the bosses. <laughs> and I suck at math. And I really suck at retail. I'm a terrible waitress. Oh, so. I'm a, you know what? And people, people when they see this, they're going to make fun of me. I'm a horrible speller. I can't oh, spell either. Oh my God, I can't spell. And my spelling is getting worse, but my photography is getting better. So, so it's like this weird yeah. thing. Yeah. So what's the goal? If, if, you, if, you, if you, like, what, what's, the, what's the goal for you? Like your own shop, LA, working in a big studio. What, what, what would you say would be the goal? Everybody keeps saying that I've let life kind of pull me along on this journey. And I think that my goal in the end is just to make a living doing what makes me happy. So right now I'm just letting life kind of hand me these opportunities and taking them with an open mind to lead me where I will eventually be. And definitely pursuing a couple of different things and trying things on for size. I know that I don't want to live in LA, though I'm not opposed to working in LA. I mm -hmm. really have found that I really like working on music video sets. I got to work oh. on one like right in LA when I was in LA. It was with like zombies and stuff for like a weekend. Um, you know, but I'm not sold on like I have to be this exact thing and because once I get tunnel vision on something I, I get too too mm -hmm. set on it and I want to give myself the opportunity to really see everything there is to see you know I've only been out of school for a not even a year um from cinema mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I'm only one year into doing this as a full-time entrepreneur um, with about five or six years of experience under my belt total. So I just really want to give myself the opportunity to find exactly what it is that does fit me the best. And right now, I think the best way to do that is to take every opportunity that's presented to me and just find my place in the creative world. That's the best answer. That's, the, that's it. Because <laughs> I, I, you're saying it and, I, and like I'm seeing myself in those words. Cause I'm thinking, what's my goal? I'm like, I have no idea. I just, I just don't want to work at no yeah, full locker. Yeah, I just want to be happy and so be able to support myself and be creative. And that's, that's like it. it. That's it for that's us. It. I really feel like, because, because I, because my wife can back me up here. I wake up in the morning, and I'm working, mm -hmm. but it's not working. I'm editing photos. I'm editing video emails. This and this. And I got the camera. I keep practicing. Mm -hmm. I gotta keep learning. I gotta keep learning. Next thing I know, it's one o'clock in the morning. Yep. And it's like, wait, what? And she's like, come to bed, come to bed. But it's like, I feel, I feel like I do nothing all day. But like, it, but I'm always holding a camera. I'm always editing. Mm -hmm. If it's photo, if it's video, if it's Photoshop, if it's Lightroom, Adobe, and I'm, mm -hmm. all, I'm, I'm always just, my face is always in there, or I'm always shooting. But it's like, I feel like I do nothing. Then I see. It also doesn't feel like work. Mom, well, my wife's saying it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like. Yeah, I'm not working. I'm not, right. Yeah, it just I'm, feels right. Because I'm, I'm not tired of it. Like, like we're not tired. Of, I'll, I'll keep doing this till four in the morning, and because it, it's not work. It's really not. And uh, so, like, some of the stuff that I really love is the putsy work. 
which is what everybody else hates. What's posse work? Posse I... work like um, like hand embroidery or like hand gemming or hand punching hair, like the stuff that's sounds really detailed. repetitive. Sounds detailed. Like the super detailed yeah. work. Like I will lose myself for like 12, 13, 15 hours in just like a detail piece where I'm like, I don't know, binging Supernatural on Netflix or something, nice. sitting on my couch, just like hand making whatever it is that has caught my attention. And, and you sell these too. You sell some of these, don't you? I've seen you you sell like headpieces and all that stuff. Yeah, I actually shut down my Etsy shop before I left for California, but I'm looking to reopen it again soon. Um, but yeah, yeah, like I I had a couple of masks and a couple of headpieces, and I'm actually going to go through all my wardrobe and be selling some of my costumes discounted coming up here because I just need to make room because I just never stop. <laughs> it's like a walking I, I'm closet. I'm the same thing. I have costumes. lenses and cameras and wires. I have. Yes. I'm just. Same thing. I'm I'm in the same place. Being a creative turns you into a hoarder. <laughs> right? You saw my garage right now. You couldn't set one foot in there. I got like baby primes. I got a bathtub. I got couches. I just got a whole yep. bunch. I've got a bathtub that I bought a year ago that I still haven't picked up. I got like a, one of those uh, barefoot claws? Yeah, yeah, a clawfoot tub. It's mm -hmm. still sitting at the farm. I, well, it's like a friend of ours, but it's still sitting at the farm because like I was going to put it on the front porch and I'm like, that's my spot on the front porch. Level the front porch. It's enclosed. So I was hoping to like put curtains up that with all the natural sunlight we nice. could like shoot in there if we wanted to. So nice. I, I what's I am I what's like I, I want before we wrap this up, mm -hmm. I want to know what's something like people don't know about you that they need to know. Because because uh, before you leave this, I want people to know how, how hard you work, how passionate you are, how much this means to you. And this is life, you know. Um, like I, I for sure, because I, I've seen posts where, where you, where you sharing. They're like, you give them a quote, and like, oh, it's just this, it's just that. Because I get the same thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. like you know, can take some photos. It's just a few photos, just a few photos. And when they say that to me, I'm like, that's all you're getting. It's just a few photos. You know, they think I'm just getting my camera up, and yeah, just, just a few photos. Just bring your camera along. It's like, oh uh, no, no, you know. And I, I want to make sure what's something that people don't know that you can that you want to communicate and say this is me noel and this is what i do i'm not that scary and i'm not a bitch i'm just really honest <laughs> I'm about to say, i will back that up i will back <laughs> i was wanting to work with you and i'm like Man, maybe she doesn't like me i don't think nobody likes me i'm, I'm like that type of person I really it takes so much for me to not like somebody like you have to be terrible to me for months on end for me to not like you like, I see all your work. It's amazing. Like, Thank I appreciate you. it. I appreciate it. And I tell my wife, man, I'm kind of worried that I cry her and call her. I don't think she likes me. So it's like, no, uh, I'm, I'm really not judgmental. And especially with other artists, I kind of just let them roll with whatever they're doing. And, like, I don't like to get in anybody's way. And I Because I always like see your make... group shoots. You're doing this. You're doing hair. You're doing makeup. You're yeah, mind. I love to do whatever. You're and just, I'm... like, multi-skilled and... And I just run and like when I'm really focused on stuff, again, I get that like serious RBF and it's not, it's not that I'm antisocial. I just, I'm just really focused on what I'm doing and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not scary. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really a lot of fun. And when I get on set, I feel like this interview has been more serious than even I am. Um, I'm really just a massive goofball and I just don't like, I like to crack jokes and hang out and like do whatever. Like I'm, I'm not scary, but I'm also not a pushover anymore. Like, if I tell you that's my rate, that's my rate, you know? Um, if I tell you I don't have time, I legitimately don't have time. I'm not trying to be an a-hole. Mm -hmm. I'm just booked up with other things. Like, and I think, 
I'm going to go on a little feminist rampage. I think people have a harder time hearing that from a woman. They um, expect us to be soft and say, I'm sorry a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to be kind of this like, this like soft, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, I can't do that. Or like, no, whatever. Like we, we as a society don't have a problem with um, males being um, authoritative mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just being like, no, this is how it is. But because I say it in that same manner, um, I feel like it often comes off as like, oh, she's just catty. Like, no, I'm not catty. I just know my worth and I'm being very serious about my business. And I just want you to take that seriously. Like, I'm not a mean person. I just know what I want. You're confident. You know your place. You know your skills. You're Mm -hmm. confident. That's what it is. Confidence. Yeah. You know? And that's awesome. Thanks. No. Before before you go... You got to know, I love your work. Thank you You're so amazing. Much. I love your work too. Don't stop. Don't stop. I was keep going. So flattered that you reached out to me. Like I did my little happy dance and like Really? I didn't think you liked me either. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. It's funny. I think it's funny how we're like in our own heads. Right. I'm like I don't know, he stopped commenting on stuff and like he's just always doing stuff with all these like bigger models and like, Stop. I just, no, I no. Just be quiet. I'm like, that's I'm like, that's no wow. She's she's like in LA, she's doing music videos, she's doing movies. I'm like, man, I'm not even at her level. No. No, I'm not I'm not a big deal. You're a big deal. You're doing this for a living and like supporting a family with it. That's a big deal. You know, you I technically had to feed him legally. So uh, you know <laughs> This is awesome. I'm so glad we actually got to sit down and chat. Yeah. Be- before we wrap it up, let people know where they can visit you, support you, follow you. So people just want to stalk you. Where can they go? Okay. Um. So all of my social media is under the same name. So you can find me on TikTok, um, Instagram, and YouTube under Noe underscore Rose. That's N-O-E-Y underscore R-O-S-E. Um, where did the name come from? My family calls me Noe. Noe, and that's my middle name. So, Noe, oh, is it Noe Rose? Yep. Noe, the Noe Rose the, together is the middle name. Noe is my first, like my nickname for my first name, and then Rose is my middle name. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So my whole family has called me Noe Rose for like my whole life. That's my cute. close friends call me Noe. So that's cute. Um, when I needed, um, Noelle Rose is a porn star, so I decided to not use my. <laughs> real name and uh went with the nickname instead <laughs> gotcha gotcha yeah avoid uh, that one yeah i don't want to be um tied up or associated with that while trying to run a business so um i decided to go with the nickname instead that's awesome thank you so much yeah, thank you thank you so much this is so awesome <laughs> and we better work together soon yeah you tell yeah. me what you want to do I'll come up with something. I'll think about it. I'll sleep on it and overthink it and I'll write you when I finally get the confidence. We got some, some cool places to hit up this summer too. So we can talk. Let's do it. Awesome. All right, guys. That wraps up today's episode. Till next time. Check out the next episode. You know, you go to New York, like you you shoot for a designer, like the starting, you know, you're going to easily charge 500 to to $1,000. No questions asked. Sometimes more. You know, I'm in the here, wrong city. Shit.